This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. You are a badass at making money. Jin Sincero does it again. Well, she did. Hey! Hello! Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. Are you ready for a good time? I sure am. Awesome. All right, we're going to dive right in. First, we talk about our 30-day challenge. We go into the book of the month and our pop culture pleasures and yeah. our obsessions. My name is Andrew Chin from AndrewChin.co. My name is Yannick Kay from TheSelfHelpHipster.com. Let's get into it. My 30-day challenge. All right. Let's start with the 30-day challenge. Andrew, you take the floor. How is the drawing going? Very good. Yay! Yay! Yes, yes, yes. Um, I am drawing and I'm searching for an, uh, something that excites me, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. It's like, a, like a, a quest. A quest. I'm almost there. I can feel it. You're the protagonist in the story yeah. and you're reaching yeah. for the... Th- but what do you mean with something that excites you? Like something that excites you to draw for or to draw itself or... Subjects yeah. and styles and because i have a style you do but i have multiple styles as well so yeah. it's like i have the speed style mm-hmm. and i have the style i think that i saw I those like. most when you were drawing hipster people in amsterdam those were really really fun do you remember those i think when we first started talking about the podcast mm-hmm. you were we were having lunch and you 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 opened up your little your, your notebook like we always carry our notebooks with us and yeah. then you showed me a couple it wasn't hipster maybe it was expats or something you were drawing fancy yeah. people in amsterdam it was yeah. so funny yeah yeah oh geez i forgot about it really i forgot all about that one those are so funny you should totally bring those back that is awesome right because that is a fast style yeah and i'm looking for a fast style just to make well, more you are welcome okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> no seriously but I, I always really love those. And if I may interject right here. Interject um, away. In the previous podcast, we were talking about Andrew's 30-day challenge to draw. And I suggested that maybe it would be fun if I would send over like a blog post idea of mine or the actual text of the blog. And he would like figure out if he could make like a cool drawing. So love I that. sent over uh, um, a blog post that I'm working on right now, which is a really, really long one about the fav- my favorite books that I've read over like the last year, year and a half, because I've been reading a lot uh, and a lot of like young adults and, and, and fiction and fantasy. And I just love reading. And Andrew <laughs> made the absolute most boss badass drawing for it. It was so cool. He just showed it to me and I'm so excited to use it for my, for my blog post. It's perfect. And it's meta. And it's so meta. Which is something we love. So if you're listening and you have the self-help hipster bingo card, you can cross Meta off right now. <laughs> so yay, but it's it's going well and you're just looking for subjects and you're just... Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, how about you? How are you doing? Okay, so my 30-day challenge was to be offline. Um, and that's going fine, I guess. But it, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. But is the boredom translating into something useful? Uh, sometimes. Like, okay, I get a little bit more... Do you get creative? I do get creative here and there a little bit more than I usually do. I have, like, tons of fun ideas for my blog and for for potential e-books, and I'm working on my book, so that's all fine. But I just miss everyone! I just just don't (laughs) like it! I just... So I'm kind of like in the in this really weird period of it where I'm just like okay I've done I've basically been offline for like two or three weeks or something. Yeah, you've done the challenge. Yeah, and I just I but I don't want to give up. But at the same time, I'm just like I'm so bored. Just give me funny jokes on Twitter. I'd like to see your pictures of like plants and stuff on Instagram. So bring me back. So okay, <laughs> what is the what's the problem? With going I think back. No, there, there's it? no real problem. Obviously, I could just like randomly walk back in and that would be fine. But I feel like maybe I should push through just a little bit more just to see if it A, goes away and B, how that feels. Um, so what I'm thinking is I'm going to like at least try 
to hold on for like two more weeks and then I'm going to Rockwerchter, which might be fun to like to take pictures of and to mm. to tweet about or whatever. So I think I'm gonna try and hang on until the end of the month. But then I'm like going back to my crazy <laughs> internet social media addict life, I think. Yeah. Why one or the other? Why not some sort of um, moderate? You know, I love that you say that, and I, I, I wish, I wish I could say something like that. But yes, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna uh, moderate my intake, and it's gonna be less. I know how social media works. I know how I work. I know that social media is created and designed to keep me there. Uh However hard I will try to keep it medium or like to keep it to moderate my intake, I can try, but I will most definitely fail. I will most definitely fail at uh, <laughs> limiting my intake because that's how it works, like neurologically uh-huh. and everything, which is fine, I guess. But that's why I'm I do better with the cold turkey stuff. I know that. So it, for you, it's like a fasting time, a fasting period, yeah, and, uh, and it does balls help. Out period. Yeah, it does help um, when you've gone offline for a while. It is easier to sort of go back offline in between those little periods Mm -hmm. but it's also when once you start posting again and once you start interacting again you will automatically check your phone more often you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so that's why it's very easy to go back into the pattern of checking your phone so many times a day yeah how about how about not posting anything but just lurking like a lurker lurker a little lurky lurk yeah um yeah that doesn't really do it for me (laughs) <laughs> is that is that bad am i am i weird <laughs> i just, i know i want to I, I can't wanna, just stand on no, the sidelines i, I want to dance man i want to dance <laughs> Woo! so no i want to i, I want to dance my proverbial <laughs> social media dance because if i can't dance there's nothing in it for me okay cool. yeah so yeah but you're gonna continue to draw or are you doing something new i in line with the book I want to do a daily practice of visualizing hey. and feeling into my Very dream. nice. I have something along that same yeah, thing, so that's really? cool. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because what I've been doing, but then I will talk about that more in the book, is um, I've, I've gone back to daily gratitude, which is amazing yes. makes me feel so good so that's one thing and i wanted to sort of like extend that a little bit to something like visualizing or writing mm-hmm. or and not necessarily like visualizing like oh i want this or want that but also really like um introspection like okay why do you have this thought what's under because there's always a thought underneath a thought have you realized that there's always a thought underneath a thought so i kind of want to <laughs> Go. It's very meta. But there's, there's, is there a thought underneath that? Thought? Yes, there is. There is a thought on. I'm glad you asked. So I kind of wanted to sort of. I find that very interesting, and it's very helpful. Like that's actually where deep work on your like yourself really, really happens. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what my 30 day challenge is going to be for the next period of time. Good. Yeah. Good. So, uh, what does that entail? Well, exactly. for me, it basically, it's it's very, like, it doesn't have to be more than 20 minutes because I can, like, throw down a gratitude list, like, in three minutes, I think. Like, yeah. I'm, gratitude, I'm, go! Vroom, and there we are. <laughs> and there we have it. Um, so what I usually do is I, uh, in, my, uh, in my notebook, I write down a little gratitude list um, of all the things that, that I'm grateful for in that moment. And a lot of the times they're completely the same stuff as the day before and the day before that. But there's always something new and it always connects me kind of with things that I love and the people that I love and all the great things that are happening or have been happening or are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so seriously, that's a very healthy spiritual practice, I think. And But what I want to add, um, so... You know how there's always exercises in self-help books. Yeah. Exercises that you don't do because you're reading or you're not really in the mood or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're, you're, you're reading. I exactly. mean, you want to continue reading. Exactly. You, you, you can't just stop and do the exercise. Who would do that? <laughs> I mean, what kind of monster? No, so um, <laughs> what I want to do for a while is either uh, take exercises from my favorite self-help books and do them. Oh. Or uh, randomly yeah. just sort of like go... Um, Write like a stream of consciousness, write something that I'm thinking about. Like, I think 
yesterday I had this little tangent on how, because there's, I sent you this quote. We sort of like, we're gradually sliding into the, the topic of the book. <laughs> um, but I sent you this quote that I wrote from the book, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen. Um, and the quote is, the walls of your comfort zone are lovingly decorated with your lifelong collection of favorite excuses. And I love that quote. And yesterday I was looking at it because I wrote it down on a post-it and it's up in my office. And I looked at the quote and I was just like, what are my favorite excuses? Mm. What are they? And I just sort of started writing them down and they're not a lot, but I keep falling mm -hmm. back on the same ones. And I'm just like, but what's under you guys? Like, ah. can I like lift up your dress and see what, what pants you're wearing? Because there's <laughs> something else happening there. And I sort of just went down the line and sort of went, okay, so I start with this one, but what's under there? And basically you peel away layers of the onions that are your negative thinking or your limiting beliefs about yourself. So that's the one that I did yesterday. So those types of things that I'd be doing. Very good. Well, how about your visualizing? What does that entail, Andrew? Um, it entails actually emotionally going into the subject matter. Yeah, so, so like feeling. Feeling it. Yeah. Uh, imagining it as if it is already there. Mm-hmm. As if it is mine already. Lovely. Um, that is one exercise that yeah. she uh, prescribed. And and I didn't have time at that moment because I was driving, of course. Of course, yes. <laughs> How is the audiobook? Awesome! Really? Oh, good. The audiobook is amazing. Oh, love it. Okay. That's good. why I read it twice. Yay! Because it's, so did I! It's so fun. Yes, I read it's the, so the fun. physical it's, version. Yeah. You, you, it's, it's like a... She's there with you, you know, it's like, because she's also, she's a very fun girl. She has, a, she has a nice accent, isn't she that one? Uh, or is it the no, previous one? No, it's super American. But oh yeah, that was she, the previous one. Yeah. But she's Italian. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Which is amazing. I'm she's from okay. Naples. Her, her family, her yeah. Her family is from Naples. You know what, I actually might download the audiobook just because... That would be fun to listen to, oh, like when so I'm driving or when I'm in public transit. And I never listen to audiobooks, but for this one, I might make an exception. Yeah. All right, let's go fully into the book. Let's go into the book. The book of the month. You guys, you guys, this is so good. Tell me, why is it so good for I don't you? know. Well, I do know, but it's just, I was amazed by how good it was. And I literally, guys, I have not been this excited about a book since I think the original You Are a Badass, but I don't think I was even that excited about that one as I am about this one right now. Yeah. Like this, yeah. for me, this falls in the category of um, Steve Pavlina's self-development for smart people. This falls into the category of Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog. I am obsessed. <laughs> Andrew, I'm obsessed with this book. Why am I obsessed with this book? I don't understand either. Because okay. I have the same thing. Right? It's I've literally, I've recommended this book to like three people. Like randomly, yeah. when they were not even asking. I was just like, <laughs> you know what you should read? This is so fun. They're like, okay, they do love self-help There wasn't books. even a, a tangent but there. But there. there was no real tangent there <laughs> at all. But I just said, like, like I, had to, uh, I have this friend that I, like, I uh, wanted to uh, ask her to get in touch with another friend of mine. And um, she, we were talking on Facebook for like two seconds. She was like, you know what book you would love? Blah, blah, blah. And Merel from the Groene Meisjes, I wrote, I wrote a guest... Uh, blog post for oh, her. Oh, you did? Yeah, awesome. uh, about the app Omapost, but we'll get back into okay, that cool. later. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were we were texting and I was just like, you know what you should read? And I just kept doing that. I just kept catching myself doing that. Um, and the, fun, the funny thing was, is that apparently I, I knew this book existed. It was published in April. And I told Andrew, previous podcast, I really think that we should do this one. And I thought, well, we still had to buy it, but I apparently had already bought it. So thank you, <laughs> high five past me. Um, so I started reading like straight after and I read it. I was done with the book. And like Andrew said before, I started an immediate reread. Yeah. I haven't done that in God knows how long. Wow. I love how you just buy books. like. You just click, yeah. click buy. I have Amazon one-click purchase for Kindle. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, this looks fun. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> My credit card isn't so happy with me when I do that. But I, it's, so, it's so nice just to sort of... 
Like, if you were going to spend your money, you might as well spend them on books. Spending money on books, music, and movies or something mm -hmm. is a good way to spend your money. Yeah, I really think so. It's so enjoyable. It's like anything. Not only it's, in, it's, it's, it's buying into art. Yeah, and it's educational it's and inspiring educational. and it's, all of that. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely. It's, good. it's a good investment yeah. for you. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to the book. This is... Jen Sincero's second book, her first book, we also did a podcast on and I wrote a blog post about, which is just You Are a Badass, How yeah. to Release Your Inner Awesome mm -hmm. and all that. And that book was already really good. I really like the the, the the style. It's Of course, it's kind of American and it's pretty woo-woo, but it's done in a way where you're just like laughing all the way through yeah. and you're really, like it really grabs you for some reason. This one is particularly targeted at how to be a badass at making money. So how to not be broke anymore, how to create a successful money-making business, how to create opportunities, how to hustle, um, while at the same time very much looking at the spiritual practice of making money, of success, yeah. of abundance, of all of that. Mindset. The mindset that you need or the pe the person that you should try to be if yeah. you want to to not be broke and make money and not like drown in loans or whatever and there i don't know man but this book is just so so good just her style really does it for me for one yeah like it's perfect in terms of um she's a great writer like the sentences just check out if you know what i mean mm -hmm. but at the same time she's really really funny she randomly throws in these weird stories then ties them to like spiritual parts or um get into action like stories um so this book is very motivating and inspiring at the same time it's been a long time since i've read something that just sort of made me get up uh, out of my chair and start doing things yeah. and it's not that it's new information no it's just stuff it's just, we but, already but, know but it's i don't know what but it that's is. the thing with self-help books that is the thing why i think it's good for people to keep reading self-help yeah. books because sometimes there's this one sentence that has been said in thousand different variations before but the thousand and first variation yeah. or the thousand and one <laughs> variation that's the one that works for you and yeah. that's why it clicks and that's why you go throw yourself into action so that's kind of what happened here with this book Jen, basically, she goes through um, telling you a story about herself. Like, until she was 40 years old, she was just a freelancing journalist uh, who did some coaching on the side, but she was hardly making any money. And she really threw herself into figuring it out. And uh, yeah. then she started writing her first book, and she became mm -hmm. the life coach that she is now and all of that. And um, whereas I do think, disclaimer, I do think that those types of stories should always be like taken with a little bit of caution yeah. because A, not everyone is going to walk that walk. Exactly. B, not everyone should become a life coach. And there's way <laughs> too fucking many already on Facebook. Like all the sponsored content that I see are from like 12 generic looking bitches who are now currently life coaches. Sorry about it, but that's what it is. And I'm just like, okay, I don't mind, but I don't think that that is a very sustainable market right now. So you should take what she says about what she does and apply it to what you want to do instead of also becoming like generic life coach number 13. Absolutely. I think. That's my opinion. Anywho. <laughs> um, so in the book, she basically goes through like all these different things. She talks about her story, but she also keeps coming back to, okay, but this is what you should keep in mind when you want to make money, uh, when you want to be successful. And basically it's very much a focus on who do you want to be? Cause that's what it's tied to the financial success and wealth and no safety and freedom. That's what it what, what it's tied to. Yeah. Who do you want to be as a person? And I read it like, in one go basically and i just immediately started re reading it and i've been doing the exercises awesome and that's so fun and so interesting because mm -hmm. we talked about our relationship with money before yep. in um uh, money a love story by kate northrup a couple of episodes ago yeah. and we were talking about our relationships with money and whereas i do really feel that my relationship with money isn't dysfunctional and isn't super unhealthy but there's so much more to improve. Like if I, when I read this book, I was just like, oh, but I could work on this. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's exactly what I had. Yeah. Like I can do this. Yeah, it's yeah. totally doable. You yeah. can improve your relationship with money. And you know, even though 
you might say that the book is woo-woo. Yeah, I think I, 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 I that, think yeah. we sort of established that woo-woo is necessary. Woo-woo is kind of necessary. Woo-woo is necessary. Yep. I, I, I think because woo-woo has to do with mindset, yeah. has to do with energy, has to do with frequency, yeah. has to do with And even if being. you don't, yeah. How can that be woo-woo? Even if you don't buy into the whole universe thing, which is which I totally understand and I totally get you. Even if you don't buy into that, read it and just keep in mind that whenever she talks about the universe, she's just talking about how you look at the world. Yeah. So like take it in any way that works for you. But I do really feel like it's necessary to investigate in how you think and how you approach things. And a lot of self-help authors do that by relating um, energy and universe to you. Like you can, you can construct that mentally in any way that works for you, but that's how self-help authors usually do it. Like I try to steer clear from universe terms in what I'm writing and in my book. However, there's no getting universe. around energy. Hmm? The universe. universe. But there's no getting around energy because the way that I walk into a room and the way that I approach you and the way that I uh, come across to you um, creates something for you, for me, for the people around us. Um, the way that I say things, the way that I feel, I show. So therefore, there's you create all these this energy, and that affects whether you like it or not, indirectly and directly. It affects everything. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that hippie crap. Um, so <laughs> I wrote down a couple of notes, and one of the first things that she says in the introduction, which I really liked, was the good news is that you, like most people, have a troubled or conflicted relationship with money, but you have the ability to heal it and transform it. And that's, I think, really spoke to me for two reasons. One, I really do believe that everyone can fix their relationship with money, however hard that might be, however broke you might be. But also, I believe that anything can be healed. Well, not anything, but a lot of like psychological like um, things that you keep running back into, you can heal it and you can transform it by yeah. investigating, by exploring. Yeah. And in this book, she basically through the relationship with money you also learn a lot about your relationship with other things like concepts such as freedom and as abundance because you can like if you look down on rich people because you think they're uh, mean or self selfish or whatever that's a problem right there for how you live your life because you feel like yeah. there's some sort of like grace in poverty yeah, well I there's not that. necessarily grace in anything yeah um and like all of thing all of these things investigating how you think Oh, and I also really love the quote, time wasted rationalizing the mediocre could be spent creating the magnificent. <laughs> I just really thought, I just really liked that. And not necessarily because the magnificent has to be like, I don't know, 40 yachts and a, you know, a, no, a sort of Zuckerberg you're empire. you're sort of magnificent. Exactly. You're all and magnificent. And like mediocre isn't necessarily a bad thing if that's what you want, but you have to make sure that it's what you want and not, yeah. so, not something that you just sort of exactly. stumbled into and stayed there. Or because you're f too afraid. Yeah, exactly. To live Fear. through life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, I have a lot of quotes. Like I highlighted the shit out of this book. Yeah, I, I stopped hiding. Yeah, at one point you, you just know, one, like yeah. you, you might as well give up. I yeah. don't want to be that girl in the train who highlights the whole book. We, we, we talk about her from time to time. <laughs> Sorry, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everything is important. But can you tell me like something from the book that you really like, something that you liked or something that you didn't like while I go over my notes? Oh, God. Um, let's see. Let's talk about money. Yeah. Right? The whole concept of, of what is money and how she lays that out, that is exactly how I feel about money. Mm. That money is neutral. Mm -hmm. It's neither good, good or nor bad. bad. It's it's just uh, yeah. You can use it to buy um, guns, but you can also use it to buy starving children in Africa food. Yeah, yeah. And she she took it back to a tribe in 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 ancient times, mm -hmm. which is what I do all yeah. the time. When I when I have to Same explain metaphor. money to someone, yeah. If somebody says money is the root of all evil, or something. Yeah. I just say nope. no. Let me t let me let me go back. Yeah. Let me go back to ancient yeah. times where uh, I had a bunch of chickens <laughs> and you were good at 
I don't know, knitting something. Yeah. Or you could build walls and I could do something else. And um, if there was no um, money, we would have to trade. Yeah. Everything. And we'd have to like weigh in how many chickens you need and how many... Chickens uh, you could spare yeah. and how much, wor- how much the knitting is actually worth in terms of chickens. Yeah, that's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Plus, I don't need your knitting. No. Right now. Fuck your knitting. <laughs> no, I got all these chickens. Yeah. And then, you know, we we uh, invented something in between. Yeah. Which is like a note and that says, I owe you so many, so many something. Yeah. This Or this is gold. We could just, you know, something like that. And that's it. Yeah. It's that's just all it is. a neutral yeah. sort of exchange thing. But it's the, it's the experienced feeling of, I think powerlessness towards money, with money, or um, the experience of lack or greed, which creates such a negative um, relationship with money for some people. And one thing that I also found really interesting um, and that I completely agree with is that greed is on the other side of poverty in terms of, wait, I'm going to look up the quote, because he says... Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, greed comes from the same lack mindset as yeah. poverty does because exactly. you feel like you don't have enough, and as long as you don't feel like you don't like, as long as you uh-huh, feel like you uh-huh, don't have uh-huh. enough, you know that you have a problem. And I really, um, I remember at one point, because um, I'm I'm not necessarily greedy, but I'm worried. You know what I mean? I'm worried that I don't have enough a to support myself, yeah. b to do something fun, c you name it. I'm I, I get concerned and I get like a little bit panicked sometimes. And there was this one point, like I think it was about six months ago or something, where I was I was just walking around in my house, um, and at that point, no, I was I was just going back to work, I think. Yeah, I was already I was already back in work, and I was just thinking to myself, how amazing that I have all of this. Yeah. And that was one of the first times that I I actually really really connected with how incredibly fortunate I am, even if it's only like average for my, like if it if it's the average that i have a house i have a job i have a nice boyfriend i have yeah and you uh, did it all stuff i have all this stuff why am i so worried yeah why why is this exactly. happening i should all like i should be super happy all the time just for the fact that i i have enough that's and a that, good point that's a good yeah point. and because worry, worrying blocks the flow yeah worrying blocks the whole thing going yeah. on here it squeezes the yeah. the flow of energy yeah and i understand that what it's, you it's want. super hard to stop working and what you just said on the other side yeah is the gratitude gratitude and trust and and and, yeah. and and abundance in that in that sense yeah and in um in her book in jen's book she also really goes into okay why are you not rich yet and also one thing that i really liked um, the chapter is called Best Practices to Bust Yourself, which is something in order to sort of like investigate your bullshit and figure out why you're not taking action or figure out why you keep stopping yourself or limiting yourself. And um, um, she just, I don't know, she just really makes me think about the ways that I do stop myself and the ways that I shrink back and the ways that I sort of limit myself and other other things and it's just like it was so interesting to sort of um read that from her perspective as an author that i already really loved for her first book um in this more specified version of that previous book that somehow hit home way harder for me at least at this point in time and in her book she um she goes a lot into into mindset and she gives you all these stories and she um, I don't know. At one point, she talks about like that she thought she was too cool for school. Yeah, oh, love it. And yeah. I recognize that so much within myself because, because, goddamn, I am not going to like. <laughs> I do not. I am a money magnet. <laughs> I, yeah, like I won't do that. Like I'm. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to. You be would the- never say I'm a money magnet. No, no. <laughs> You're like I don't want to do any of that cheesy bullshit because I want to be cool. I'm too cool for school, <laughs> and I have that with a lot of things. Like I, the reason that the self help hipster is as small as it is is because I fucking hate marketing. I don't want to whore myself out on Facebook pages and and like 
randomly talk to people that I don't really know and don't really care for in order for them to get to know uh. my blog. And that's fine, but maybe, <laughs> just maybe, I need to get over myself just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. Come on, say it. Yeah. You are a money magnet. I am a money magnet. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I am a money magnet. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it really made me think like, okay, it's fine to not like, you have to, you don't have to go full on cheesy Brian Tracy, I don't know, sales cheesy dude with a pro smile and way too tan face. But maybe just maybe there is a way that I could like, I don't know, take it up a notch, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Anywho, <laughs> do we recommend the book? <laughs> Fuck yes. Go out and buy this book right now. now. <laughs> Honestly, you're going to love this book. Even if it's woo-woo, even if you're not really interested in money, it's not just woo-woo. read it. It ain't woo-woo. It's woo-woo in the best type it's, of it's, way. When she says be, be specific. Yeah, that's not Be woo-woo. specific yeah. so you, you, you know exactly what it is you want. So you mm. know exactly. So yeah. you can manifest. Oh, I, I yeah. said manifest. Ooh. Ah. Eh. <laughs> Disqualified. <laughs> that's the woo-woo alarm. That's the woo-woo alarm. We should have one. We should manifest. have a woo-woo. <laughs> we should have a woo-woo alarm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It, oh. The woo-woo alarm will go woo-woo. <laughs> It says woo. <laughs> <laughs> there was one little other, other thing that I really, really liked. Um, just because, I don't know, I just, I just sort of like saw it and it reminded me of another story. Um, this is where she, this is in a chapter, um, I don't know, it's in each, in any chapter. Uh, my friend told me this hilarious story about having a French roommate who was watching her get changed one day. So this oh, is yeah. an American friend. And she said in her thick Parisian accent, your underwear makes me believe you are sad and hate your life. <laughs> And just that just made me laugh <laughs> yeah. so hard because it reminds me of the Karl Lagerfeld quote about sweatpants. Like if you wear sweatpants, you've given up on life <laughs> or something. And I just I just thought it was really really funny. Yeah. But they're bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said yeah. after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. that's a really random story to end with. Sorry guys, it just just made me laugh. Um, <laughs> but we don't we totally recommend the book i actually i think i'm just gonna write an, an actual book review because not yeah. every not everyone that reads my blog listens to the podcast and everyone should know about this book mm-hmm. yeah all right and um it's on in the car all the time yeah yeah <laughs> and i think i might actually try and look oh, at yeah. the audiobook yeah i recommend the audiobook yeah. cool yeah definitely yes so go buy you are a badass of making money yeah that's the because yeah. you are yeah pop culture pleasure all right god i'm like i'm both really pumped up i'm really like like chill from talking about this book yeah yeah i'm just like woo. did you get the chance to let it out i did yes so now i'm going to talk about my pop culture pleasure and you Please can't do. stop me so I actually I don't oh, I only have one can you believe that i wow. only have one it's a big one huh it is a big one so I am sort of like, you know how you, like I always say that I've sort of finished Netflix and that I've, I don't know, I've, I've fin- seen it all. I've seen it all. I feel the same way about YouTube. And at one point <laughs> I was on YouTube and That's I saw, impossible. of course it is. I'm an idiot. I'm just like, I, I've seen all of YouTube. Yeah. I've, d- YouTube I've done the YouTubes. I've over. done it all. No, but there's like, I, I, I love the things that I love. So I watch them and I rewatch them and watch them all the time. But at one point, I kind of want to watch something new that I also love. But there's just not something that speaks to me when I look at the recommended page or whatever. I'm just like, eh. That's because the recommended yeah. page recommends things you already like. Yeah, okay. But, the, but sometimes page. there's weird stuff in there. Like, especially, um, uh, well, not weird stuff, but just things that I'm like, I've already seen that. Or I for know some that reason, person. The YouTube's <laughs> algorithm yeah. is not really made for you to discover new things no which is weird it's just to like more of the yeah. same yeah anyway i um clicked on and i i did know these guys because i watched uh i watched the fine brothers where youtubers react and there's this couple of dudes that are called oh, yeah. red and link and they have good mythical morning and they have this series during their show which is called will it and then they investigate if things will <laughs> and for example i think i started with something like will it taco 
So they just put things into tacos. Or will it smoothie? Will uh. it fondue? Will it chocolate? Will it burrito? Will it eggnog? Will it egg roll? Will it sushi? Will it pizza? The list goes on. That's awesome. That's And it's so incredibly funny to watch. Because what they do is they take these random items and they just make them into sushi or tacos mm-hmm. or whatever and they start with like regular stuff for example they did will it pasta and they put pop tarts in they make pasta out of pop tarts which is cute and delicious and it's fine <laughs> but then they go towards the end and then they make pasta out of duck balls or they make pasta out of paper or they make pasta out of something that is clearly not made for human consumption but they're gonna fucking try anyway <laughs> and i just binge watched the entire series because there's it's so funny and i don't know why but there's something just so hilarious to me to two grown men who are having the best time just eating random stuff and barely keeping it together because it's so gross awesome and it's a job. It's their job. It's right? their job, and I love watching it. It's so fun. And Red and Link are—they re- have this really nice, like with a with a twang of a southern accent, and I just find that so incredibly sexy. Mm. I love that. So it, it's really fun to watch. So Red and Link, Good Mythical Morning, or Good Mythical More—they're both. They they have the the one is the main channel, and the other one is a side channel, uh, and they have this series called Will It. But I've like I fell down a Good Mythical Morning hole, obviously after <laughs> I finished the Will It series, and they also do like. Uh, meal replacement taste test or uh, donut taste test where they blindfold themselves and they have to figure out yeah it's it's just so fun it's really fun i love the buzzfeed taste tests oh yeah i've watched those too yeah that's so much yeah but i think you're gonna love this one too then okay cool yeah because that's that's mine that's the only one i got Uh, right wow i know Uh, that was a pop culture pleasure yeah that was pop culture pleasure pop culture pleasure uh let's see my oh mine is Strangely, Lil Kleinus all album. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. I have What's your favorite song from the album? Um, such a volume veel harder as je dit hoort. Betaal al mijn boetes zwit als ik geflitst word. Kan je niet zien dat ik hit na hit score? Ik zet mijn tv aan en ik hoor alleen mezelf raar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't listened to the album, but I have been playing Alane, which translates uh-huh. to Alone, on repeat. Like, it's such a good song. And I don't know why, because I know that he's like a... I don't know. I know that I should dislike him, but I love him. That's the same, th- same here. Right? It's, it's I, just I, I, I don't... I, I never had a thing mouth. with this guy. No. I just... You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know what happened. I love I just, it. I just, I was in the car and I just, it was new. Yeah. And I just said, I I have to listen to this at least once. Yeah, just to see what it's like. And And it was amazing. I hear a lot of people really excited about his album. It's like, whoa. And the beats from uh, Jack Chirac are so good. Really, really good. It's just musically... It's good music. It's just good that's music. The, that's the thing. I am been I have been listening a lot to Dutch R and B or mm. rap or whatever you can call yeah. it when we're doing it in the in the Dutch lands. Um, and like there's songs where I'm not embarrassed about them that I like them. Like Jungle, mm. I really oh, yeah. I, I love that Great. song. That's, um it kept your door by Melissa Lopez. The, the music is so good. It's now. so good. But there's other songs that I am embarrassed about that I like them. There's this dude called <laughs> Dope Boy. And he has that, mm, blijf rustig, mm, blijf rustig. And it's just there's really no like... There's no shame in that. There is. And then there's the other one that I'm more ashamed about, which is with Little Kleine and... Boof? No, that oh. that I would be ashamed about, but I haven't listened to that one that much. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's for dudes. and this, or, or I don't know. It's like a, go- like a lot of dudes. And... Um, it's called Vier keer duurder, which oh translates to four yeah, times yeah, more yeah. expensive. And it's Vier keer duurder. The, the man, man is Vier keer duurder. And it's just, it's the dumbest song. I know that. It's the dumbest song because they're basically just bragging about the fact that they buy expensive clothes. Yeah. But at one point, there's this little client of hers where he goes like, I have the, your bitch has the keys to my... Uh, to my my Poor house, shit. my Porsche, my, my Rover, which is actually a lyric that he stole from a from Lil from Drake, like in a Drake. There's the same, oh, yeah? Li- yeah, it's the same line in, in a Drake song, yeah. Um, but I just love listening to it. Yeah, and it's so isn't weird, it? isn't it? I can't isn't stop. It? Isn't I can't it? stop. How about the first part? The first part where, <laughs> yeah, where he's just talking into the phone, like, oh, this bitch, uh, talk to me, and, 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 and yeah. then and then she says, um, 
about Monika Geuze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I kind of thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to link all the songs in the show notes. Yeah. So, it's okay. A, that is actually a horrible song. Actually. It really is. If, like, if, obje- objectively, it's a terrible song. I had to push through yes. to like it. Because I love the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because the lyrics are... Wow. I don't know. I just I don't know why, but there's this part of me that just really loves like hip hop and and rap and people that sing about bitches and money and and like it, haters and I don't know. I know, right? I, like, I know. I, I should not connect to that. Uh, I am a twenty nine year old white yeah, girl. Yeah, and you have an air. And I, <laughs> <laughs> with my MacBook Air and my air and all of that, um, that's something. No, that's I, joke I, we were I shouldn't show. like rap either. But I do. But I love it. I do. It's Same with um, Black, like the album that I yeah, talked about yeah, a couple yeah, yeah, of yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. before. And that's a little bit more because there's, for me, there's like life lessons into that. But mm. this is not about life lessons. This is like oh, yeah. tiny oh, little puberty boys who are talking <laughs> about bitches and money. And I'm just like, I could be your mom. Why am I fucking jamming to this song? Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. No, but I don't it's, know. It's just things that he says. Yeah. And I'm it, wondering. It's so swaggy. Can we add, like, I'm, like, I, I, I am genuinely interested in this if you're the psychology about it no I'm, I'm i'm trying to ask i'm trying to engage with our listeners man just let me oh. let me do this so i'm really really curious like if you're listening to this can you please leave a comment somewhere like on my instagram or at the blog post that i usually um uh, put the podcast up in can you leave a comment and let me know what you feel because a lot of our listeners are dutch yeah can you let us know if you listen to dutch like the, the same horrible dutch music that we do because I'm really like I'm curious how you how you feel about that. So let me know. Let us know. We're <laughs> yeah, curious. Okay. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. So basically, Red and Link's Good Mythical Morning, especially the Willet series and Lil Kleiner's album, and a tangent of like Dutch music about hoes and money and drugs. <laughs> All right. My current obsession. How is the van doing, Andrew? Basically, we should make this the van obsession. The van obsession. Yeah, this is the van obsession segment of the show. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's now fully insulated and the electrics work. Nice. And, you know, it's... Uh, did you drive it here? Uh, no. God damn it. Bring the van over, man. <laughs> but <laughs> around the corner, I, I parked the car mm-hmm. and there were three of the same vans really there oh that's and this fun. guy this guy your neighbor yeah. has three of my oh van. yeah he does he um he i don't know he's into construction something or painting like or something it's, it's, yeah it's the same car oh cool which is like whoa dude yeah. awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> okay so i can look at that one and know that that's the one you have yeah but it's working like electrics you can charge stuff and and, and run stuff in there yeah i still i don't have to do a lot and did you um but still sorry. a few yeah okay Construction, construction and related plan. to this because that's what we were talking about in the previous episode you were accepted as a pilot in training oh what? that is amazing yeah what are you doing Thank now you. uh are you flying, flying every saturday oh my yeah. god <laughs> that's so cool yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's it's, it's are you getting thing. better yeah i hope mm. yeah you are <laughs> of course you are no it's 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 just something i wanted to do forever mm. And I don't know what happened, but I just did it. I love it. It's like, you know. Good. Just do it, man. Yeah. Just and, do it. And it's super expensive, but who, mm. who cares? <laughs> I'm glad you're doing it. Cool. Yeah. So, um, what was this? It was like a... This is the obsessions interim. part. Is it the obsessions part? Yeah. Do you have any other obsessions next to the van and the piling? piloting? Sorry. Um, can you go first, please? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I have a few first is uh, my friend's youtube channel that i'm a part of i'm proud to pr- represent uh, the self of hipster on someone else's youtube channel really um Ooh, my collaborating. friend yes my friend susanna Hermann has this really fun blog and she's she's a very interesting person like not everyone is an interesting person and i'm not just saying that because she's listening hi susanna but that's actually true like she loves art she loves music and film and she uh, she works as a as a teacher in like the classic art and the cl- classic languages um she does yoga she was she's very much into fit fitness stuff she's like a she's genu- a louboutin twinsy she's my louboutin twinsy like she's 
legitimately one of the most interesting people that I know. And she has her blog, but she also started her YouTube channel because she she, really? she loves doing any sort of new thing. And she's really, really good at it. And what Ooh, so I have she, to follow that. Sorry? You really do. Because yeah. what she does, and that's my favorite thing about her YouTube channel, her videos are short. So, because I don't want to watch your vlog if it's like 25 fucking minutes. I have shit to do. Well, <laughs> I can watch Susanna's stuff like on the go and I really enjoy that because she does like a day in her life but she also does like when she runs 10k or when there's like this art exhibit and when she goes like away for a weekend to Maastricht or to Rotterdam she basically like in a very short bit you can basically follow her and there's a segment that we do it's a Dutch YouTube channel by the way um, which is called Netflix Uitspelen which roughly translates to uh, uh, finishing Netflix and in which we discuss a YouTube show or a Netflix show. And the last two we talked about were uh, Girl Boss that I hate, and The Iron Fist that I haven't watched, but Susanna has watched. And we also have another one that's Things That I Don't Get. And in the first episode of that, we talked about dry shampoo. And um, dry shampoo. we also have a category that we don't, un- we don't get things, but we do get life, in which we go do an awesome, do awesome things. So the last one was that we went to Fred, which is a one-star restaurant in Rotterdam. We had lunch there and it was really, really fun. Ooh. So that that's the YouTube channel that I'm obsessed with. Uh, and um, I think it's going to be really, really great. And I really enjoy making YouTube videos with her. Um, so yeah, that's uh, if you want to see me talk to someone like in Dutch in real life, you should definitely check out Susanna's YouTube channel. How can I find it? Uh, it's Susanna Herman on uh, YouTube. I'll link it down below. I'll link it in the, in the show uh, notes. Down below. down below. Oh my God, I'm turning <laughs> into a YouTuber. You're, you're, you're turning Three into a Three videos in and I'm already YouTuber. the monster. <laughs> oh gosh. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up <laughs> oh and <God>. subscribe for <laughs> plenty more videos to come. <laughs> okay, bye guys. See you on the next one. Yeah, basically. So that's that's uh, mine. Do I have anything else? Do you have anything else? Actually... I'm obsessed with the movie Wonder Woman. <gasps> I haven't seen it yet. And I haven't seen it But you're yet. still obsessed anyway. But it's like, I think it premiered yesterday in the Netherlands. Oh. And um, I have a few friends that um, I'm going with. Oh, so cool. And I can't wait. When Gal are you going? Gadot. Right? Gal Gadot, right? Gorgeous. Oh, this is, I'm going to link the GIF down Her below. Her accent. Yeah. And the whole thing yeah the whole thing there's about this really this. really funny clip of her looking at chris pine where she's basically just drooling and then <laughs> that face when you're when you realize you're married and you have to behave or something and you see her looking at him just uh, like oh and then she's like oh wait blah, 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 and she <laughs> changed face i'll try and try and find it but it's so cool because it's a it's a female director yeah it's a female lead it's female based female lead superhero everything about female. fucking time yeah right and I don't know what it is, but I am super excited about Good. it. Good. That's because you're a feminist and you're a strong, independent woman, Andrew. I'm sure I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really, really good one. I might, yeah, I might go and, because um, Vincent has, uh, is going away this weekend. So I might as well just all by myself go to the movies or something anyway um okay that's a really really good one anything else i'm like a grocery store uh, employee anything else anything else anything else Alles no under the reason? Yeah. yeah there's something sad i'm obsessed with oh no <laughs> <laughs> andrew's giving me the cutest and body face that's why i left Sorry. and it's like i'm really really upset about it okay tell me I just found out that, you know, the Fukushima uh, nuclear mm-hmm. plant yeah, yeah. It had this tsunami like six years mm-hmm. ago or something. Yeah, I remember that. And I just fell into the rabbit hole. Oh, of, you started Wikipediaing that uh, shit? It hap- it started it started oh, no. with, with 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 some vice uh-huh. mm-hmm. vice like yeah. the weird animals from Chernobyl. Oh like, my god. And then I thought, what are you Ooh. doing to me? I'm going to go into the same rabbit hole that you it's are, like, and I'm going to be depressed on the couch in like two hours. <laughs> god like, damn it. Ooh, weird animals yeah. from Chernobyl. And it's like, okay, Chernobyl, you, of course we're not going to go there no. in 10,000 years because it takes 10,000 years to break down like yeah. nuclear waste Crazy. and stuff. And then I found out about this, this 
the, the most toxic thing on earth, which is the elephant's foot. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the elephant's yeah, foot. Yeah. yeah. yeah stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like just molten corium. Yeah. And then isn't that the one thing that they were gonna, gonna go and try to cover with like something? Isn't that they, that one? The the world came together and now they covered the whole plant yeah. with some giant, yeah, exactly. some sort of giant structure. Yeah, and that's this year was oh, okay. was, was finalized. Okay, okay. And then the rabbit hole took me to Fukushima, Fukushima, oh. mm-hmm. and that's where I became really depressed. Yeah, and because Fukushima is like still leaking. Mm-hmm. radioactive into, yeah. waste into the Pacific Ocean. Yep. And it's not going to stop. I think some people say it's not it's never going to stop. Oh my god, really? Which means, I don't know if you know, but of course you don't. The Pacific Ocean is like that's tied our to everything. Largest ocean yeah. and it's tied to everything. It goes to to LA yeah. and to Australia and everything so basically we should stop eating fish right uh, or maybe we just I get wonder, fish with three bodies where that do we should the, eat the japanese fish now i don't know where do they fish for their sushi i don't know because if you see a chart of the mm-hmm. the leakage yeah it just it's everywhere it's it, oh. there's nuclear waste in the entire pacific ocean I'm but, sorry to bring uh, this up, but this has just been they, bothering they, me for yeah. the last few days. Oh. It's like, this is the end of everything. That's really, really scary. But there's no, like, they can't do anything. They just can't do anything. This is a big example of, you know, something that's more powerful yeah. than us. Mm. Because we've created this monster and we cannot, no. we can't reach it. Because it's too... Every robot that we send yeah. to it will die. Yeah. So we need some super, super something, yeah. which we don't have the technology for. Not yet. So this is some weird shit. I hope that within like the, the next 20 or 20 to 100 years or so, the technological advancement will be to an extent that things like this can at least be solved to some extent. Right? You mean like how to undo radioactiveness? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I, uh, I'm not a scientist in that sense because I have no fucking idea how, how any of that works. Like I know the basics of like nuclear stuff and I know that it shouldn't be in the Pacific Ocean, but how you can like reverse that reaction, I do not know. And how to make it harmless, how to make something harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but there should be some, like there. there's all these brilliant people at work on topics like this like there's uh, there's bound to be one eventually just like with cancer there's like so there's yeah. the advancement that they've made in the past 20 years in terms of cancer are insane yeah so, so I, the, I was thinking I about think the that, same thing yeah it's i like, think that there at one point there's there's gonna be this is something like, like that Earth's for giant for, cancer right yeah now. exactly and so, there's gonna be some i hope that there's gonna be a group of scientists who will figure this out this is so meta because this is you know, radioactivity creates like yeah. super cancer. Yeah. And this is Earth's cancer. This really is and Earth's cancer. And we need yeah. to like, how are we going to... So, I don't know. Maybe we'll eat some nano technology yeah. <laughs> pill and then it's actually we'll really be resistant to, yeah. to this whole... To these radioactive radioactive tunas yeah because the whole like it's so meta because the whole reason that we are getting cancer is because we're getting older and when our cells are degenerating um they grow wrong and they become cancer tumors become cancerous tumors and in the same vein the we are so advanced at this point and there's we we are not dying we are so we're so all over the world like ants on an anthill that and we become more and more powerful, quote yeah. unquote, that we create stuff like this, which is basically creating the tumors on the earth. Yeah. Wow, this is really depressing. <laughs> Sorry. This is really depressing. I, I, was, I, I, 
in the car over here this mm-hmm. this struck me as my obsession yeah and then i thought oh, should i say something like this oh, on the show yeah, well, and should, make everybody should, depressed like, no. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna end on a high note we're like we're gonna end how on a high... can okay. we possibly okay end on a I'm, gonna, high I'm, gonna, note. I'm gonna try i'm gonna try because one thing okay so we we, we are let's now let's make a lot of money <laughs> no that's not the one either <laughs> Um, we're now concluding the sad <laughs> cancer part about the world and chemo or uh, 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 nu- nuclear uh, waste and stuff. Um, but I have um, another obsession, I think, which is I'm currently editing the first chapters of my book. Really? And I yes, and I did not expect to enjoy that process as much as I am right now because, like, are are you? Is the first draft done? Not entirely, but almost. Okay. I'm getting there. There's. Uh, Why I are you editing the first things then? Because I have to send something into my editor at one point, basically to say, okay, I we're work. I'm doing things here. Look, this is a <laughs> semi-finished something that you can you can look at. Um, because he has given me feedback on, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that, blah blah blah. And I feel like I feel like I'm grasping more exactly what the entirety of the book should be. Oh, okay. Because I had I have the chapters. I have I only have like three left, and I know kind of what I want them to be. But now I also have to create a book out of these chapters. And I'm really trying, you guys. Like, this process has been grueling to me. Hey, you can't rush the universe. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to try and trust the universe. Um, But um, it's been... um, So I was sort of like dreading the process of having to look over my own work and try to improve it. Because I get into these moods where I'm just like, I really don't understand why people like this shit. Like, are you all insane? Like, I am <laughs> the worst writer who ever writes, 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 writes. Ah, I can't do anything. That's basically the mood that I get. Especially if, like, at one point I, I get a little bit stuck, which happens in a creative process. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm the worst writer ever, and no one's gonna, my book's never gonna get finished. And even if it does, no one's gonna buy it. And it's gonna be horrible. I get into those, like, little place and i know that the only like it's fine because it's part of it and the only way sort of to get over it is just get over it and keep on working and keep pushing through but last night i started editing the the first chapter and i was just like oh not that it's good because i hated it at first glance i hated (laughs) hated my own writing however you can rewrite stuff and make it better Ooh. And suddenly I saw, oh, but if I put that here, that makes more sense. And oh, if I like elaborate on this, I can tie it to that part here. And I was just like, <gasps> I was sort of like having a having a having a genius moment, you know, where you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, everything makes sense for a hot minute, and then afterwards it wouldn't wouldn't, of course. But so now I'm editing my book, and um, I don't know when it will be finished. I really, literally, have no idea. But I think that at the end of the road, there will be a book, and once there is a book. Um, there will be a party there, there will definitely be a party and once there's a book I will have become the person that I needed to become in order to write that mm-hmm, book A mm-hmm. and B even if the the publisher looks at the book and goes like okay well fuck you this is not what we want at all then my my editor slash agent we're just gonna take it to someone else if, if necessary yeah. um, and that's like the worst case scenario in that sense of course I'd be sad if that happened but um I just first need to write the book and need to be that person that wrote the book. And this is this this is the book that it's going to be. So if the editor doesn't want it or if the publisher doesn't want it, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you, mm-hmm. you know? So I kind of, that's kind of nice. And um, I'm not trying to be like, I don't know why I keep saying that, but that's just genuinely how I feel. Um, yeah. This is, I'm, I'm editing my book and I, I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. Cool. I don't know when it will be finished, but I'm working on it. I keep going at it. Yeah. And afterwards, you write a book about writing the book. Because we're so meta. <laughs> <laughs> now, afterwards, I'm going to go on vacation and not write for like a week or something. Yeah. Ugh. So are you going on vacation anytime soon? Um, Vincent and I might go to Greece or Spain for a Greece? week. Greece? Yeah. Good idea. Because Maybe. I heard on the news, Greece is the place to be because really? it's the cheapest place in really? the world right now. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, maybe. But we we always talk about well, we have we have like we've gone on weekends away together, and we have done the ski trip, but we never actually like went anywhere for longer than four days together. Really? Yeah, Ooh. we've been together for almost three years now. Oh no, 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 not three years, two and a half. Um, well, it's about time. Right, exactly. So we're 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 looking at vacations right now. How about you? Oh, I'm I'm uh, going to Italy. Italy. Yay! Ischia, nice. Napoli. Oh, I can wait so for jealous. the pizza. Oh yes. So and jealous. the frittatina and the rumbaba. Mm. Oh, love I'm Italian obsessed. food. Good. Yeah. Oh, I've, every day for the last. 30 days I've been practicing my Italian. Oh, that's so yeah, good. Why with the Duolingo app. Oh, fun. It has this great feature that makes you want to do it every day because oh. then you don't lose your streak. Ah, streaks <laughs> are nice. Streaks, I love streaks. Nice. Yesterday I was talking to my, my dad like uh, just before midnight, like a quarter to midnight and mm-hmm. we were talking about the van, what yeah. the display settings and he'll, so, very cool talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I was, oh, dad, Sorry, I have Sorry. to do this. I just have to yeah. do my Italian right now because yeah. I will lose my streak. And I don't want to lose my streak. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. Cool. The next book. Next up, Ariana Huffington, Thrive. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments whether you like to listen to Dutch hip-hop stuff or not. Uh, we talked about Jen Sincero's book, How to Be a Badass at Making Money. Um, we are currently obsessed with um, uh, still Andrew's piloting and his van. And I'm and Wonder Woman, the movie. I think everyone should go and see it. And I'm obsessed with Susanna's YouTube channel. And um, remember, we're going um, to talk about uh, Amirna Huffington's Thrive next month. And um, if you can, please subscribe or leave a review of our podcast on iTunes. Yeah, that would help us very much. And thank you so much for listening. We love you. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.